Behold the Lamb. Behold the Lamb. I want to bring to you the revelation of the new creation, part four, the price of the new creation, dot, 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 you. Say this after me. I am the new creation. But what I want to talk to you about today is the transactional reality of the cross and what was paid and how I have the privilege of being this new creation, how the birth, the new birth happened. And we are now hitting some very serious and powerful principles of the kingdom of God. And I say to you, behold the lamb. Behold the lamb. The, the whole issue is we are not beholding the lamb. We are beholding our past or we are beholding our problem or we're beholding our pain or we're beholding the abuse or we're beholding the divorce or we are beholding the depression or we're beholding what Fox News is saying or we're beholding what CBC is saying or we're beholding the circumstantial evidence in the temporary realm or we are beholding the lamb. We got to choose what we are going to believe and I want to Point to you today, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. This is Barry Miracle, and welcome back to Wake Up Into Your Dream. We are June 14th and episode 91 in, and our topic today, the series that we are on is the revelation of the new creation, part four, the price the of the new creation and that ladies and gentlemen is you what was the price that was paid for by jesus christ himself by the father who sent his son into this realm for one purpose to destroy the works of the evil one the son of man the son of god was manifested for one purpose and that was to destroy the works of the evil one can i say that again for this purpose the son of god was manifested that he would destroy the works of the evil one my god my god my god i'm fired up today i hope that you're sensing a breakthrough anointing and a revelation anointing. There is a revelatory realm that we've stepped into in this season. We're about to, I'm about to release some prophetic words that the Lord gave to me about this season. But I want to tell you it that none of that is possible unless Jesus obeyed the Father and did what he did and performed everything to detail there are so many prophecies about what jesus would do in throughout the old testament if you just go back to even psalms 22 through psalms 24 and it takes you through the whole message and maybe we're going to even turn to that today i don't know 
depending on how much time that we have at the end. But once again, I'm so glad that you are back with me today. And I want to say to you, do not behold your problem. Do not behold your, your pain. Do not behold your past. Do not behold what they said about you in school that you would uh, never amount to nothing. Do not behold these things. I want to challenge you today to behold the lamb that was slain before the foundations of the earth and then was manifested in the physical and the word became flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory of that of the only begotten of the father full of grace and truth my god jesus christ came into this realm he condescended so we could be resurrected into newness of life as you know that we have been going through these uh scriptures on what it is to be the new creation what it is to be born again and i, I want to just but I, before i go into some the scriptures that we've been talking about and uh, elaborate on them i i need to talk to you about this topic of beholding the lamb there John chapter 1 verse 29 says the next day John saw Jesus coming toward him and he said this he said behold the lamb of god who takes away the sins of the world behold the lamb and i want to tell you something ladies and gentlemen i Several years ago, and, and, and it's coming up on my fifth anniversary, when I had a massive heart attack, and I shared a little bit of that in, in, in one of my past uh, podcasts, and I, I, had a, I had this massive heart attack, and three months after my massive heart attack, the devil shows up and begins to speak to me. I didn't see him. I heard him, and he said to me, he says, who do you think you are that you're going to survive? This is only a couple months, maybe two, three months after a massive heart attack. Two days before my son's um, wedding, I get this massive heart attack. I'm, I'm, I'm fighting it off. I'm praying in the Holy Spirit and, and I'm sweating profusely. And all these things are coming against me. And, and the enemy is, is coming against me and trying to steal, kill, and destroy my legacy. And I'm trying to uh, take me out before I can take some other people up over and into their promised land. The enemy tried taking me out. And just a couple months after I live through and 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 gloriously are resurrected literally from the dead the enemy comes to me he says uh by the way you think you're gonna make it you know there's this person there uh, uh, this person didn't make it and this this world leader didn't make it and that world there was three major world leaders that passed away before their prime and, and I and I'm and he and he and he told me who they were and I knew that and I followed them. I loved them. They were amazing men of God, but the, but they were taken out before their prime. And then as soon as the enemy said this, that you're just the low man on the totem. Why do you think you're going to make it? And I began to think. For a minute, I just began to think. 
wait a minute. He's that you're right. Like I, I'm I'm just Barry Miracle. <laughs> I, 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 I I'm not I'm not this, you know, even though I've traveled around the world, spoken on some huge stages, all this kind of thing. But these guys were generals. I, I want I aspire to be a general one day. I aspire to be able to help. Uh, millions upon millions of people around the world. Uh, I, I know we're helping a, a ton and a lot, but I, I'm talking about these guys are generals and, and compared to them, it, uh, just on the mass of what they've done, the quantity of what they've done for the kingdom of God and the books they have written and, and, all, and the schools they have led and, the, and, and the, the masses that they've brought into the kingdom of God. He, the enemy said to me, you're just low man on the toe. Why do you think you're going to make it and this is what the lord said to me he said he said son as soon as that voice came to me there was another voice that came and i knew that voice this other one was disturbing this other one was condemning this other one was with was putting fear and uh, trying trying to put fear on me and doubt on me and driving me, trying to drive me away from God and trying to get me to doubt my calling, my election, my purpose, and God's dream for my life and trying to get me to abort the dream, abort the baby. And as soon as that happened, God came and he said to me, he said, son, sometimes my servants don't make it to the end and I'm not I don't understand how why they were taken out. I don't I don't understand all of the ramifications. But I, this I know the Lord told me. He said, "Son, sometimes my servants don't make it to the end because they begin to put their faith in what they're about to do. They begin to put their faith in in the dream of the school school that they're going to build for the children or they're they're, they're about to put their faith i can't be taken out because i've got these things that I'm, I'm gonna do that that i see this vision of me doing this and 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 i i love dreams i love visions my my podcast is called wake up into your dream my 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 book that is you know has enough copies sold that is even a bestseller in canada is, is called wake up into your dream so i believe it and, and and i love and i'm bringing people into their dream but but my faith is not in what I'm about to do. The Lord says, you cannot put your faith, your, your strength in your protection is not in what you're about to do. Your, your, your strength, your protection, your peace, and your ability to have longevity and produce legacy, long-lasting legacy is in this. You need to put your faith in what my son has already done. Can you hear what the Lord is saying today? I need to, you, we need to behold the lamb, not behold what people think or not behold what we have vision for. We, th these things, we, we take hope in a vision. We take hope in a dream. We take hope in, 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 in prophetic words that we, that we 
uh, hear from people and prophets have spoken into us and, and, and things like that. Yes, we, we put our faith in them, put our hope in them, but my, my, the centrality of my focus is on beholding the Lamb and what did Jesus do for me. So my success in life is not in my vision for the future. My success in life is beholding what the Lord Jesus Christ did. Behold the Lamb that takes away the sins of the world. Behold the resurrected lion of the tribe of Judah. Behold the king that sits enthroned far above all principalities and powers of darkness. Behold the one that rests in the finality of his victory. Behold the one. Our answer is in Jesus Christ and his righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but only in Jesus' name. On Christ, the solid rock I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. Behold the lamb. Behold the lamb. I decree and declare over you today to behold the lamb that takes away the sins of the world. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21 says, For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us. I'm talking to you about the payment that was made. We must behold uh, this, this one called the Lamb of God, the spotless Lamb, the perfect Lamb, the perfect man, the last Adam, the second man, the one who would uh, bring righteousness back into the world. For he made him, that he is capitalized because that is God the Father. For he made him who knew no sin to be sin. For who? For us. The price of the new creation, that is you and me, ladies and gentlemen, was paid by the bloodshed, body sacrifice of the Lamb of God. He came. Everyone listening to me right now, even if you are not born again, I want to tell you, you are sinless. Oh my God, I got some scholars that are just about to shut me off. Don't shut me off. Hear the, what the rest I'm about to say. You, you, the people that have not accepted what Jesus Christ, they're still sinless because sin has been taken care of. They just need a revelation. That's the difference. A revelation bringing the application. And if you don't have a revelation of what Jesus did, and this is what I'm coming to you today so that you can uh, aspire and you can uh, grab on to this beautiful revelation of what was done by Jesus Christ. You need to get a revelation so you can have the manifestation of your sinlessness. This is the only way that you can be saved is there's a revealing of what Jesus did. The Bible says that I and you, that we were born again because of the incorruptible seed 
of the word of God, which lives and abides forever. I am preaching to you the gospel of the kingdom and the gospel of salvation today. And I'm getting you to take your eyes off of what you're going through and put it on the one who took away the sins of of the world. Behold the lamb who takes away the sin of the world. That's in first that's in John chapter 1 verse 29, but 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 21 says for he God made him Jesus who knew no sin. He was the spotless perfect lamb. He became sin to be sin for us that we might become the righteousness of God in him. Who's the him? In Christ Jesus. The mystery that has been held back from centuries and, and, and thousands of years is this, Christ in you, the hope of glory. The mystery revealed is what Jesus did the payment that he made when he, when he who knew no sin was on the cross and that moment that he paid, that, that there were there's seven places that he bled for your perfect redemption. There were seven places and you can go back, I think it's in, sometime in March, I, I speak about the seven places where God created the perfect accessibility for every era of your life to receive payment that there was paid and he he paid in in the garden what was lost in the garden through disobedience was purchased back in the garden of obedience uh, he paid by um when he when he got hit in the mouth and tore it, his beard tore it out he paid by the stripes that 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 he bore that first peter 2 24 says by his stripes we were healed he he bled on on his head where they forced the crown of thorns in he bled in his hands where they put the nails there he bled in his feet and he and then he bled in his side there's seven places where he bled for the your perfect redemption in every area and aspect of life so that you could live free from all the and and this is a prof, you could live free sorry from all the attacks of the enemy because Jesus paid the ultimate sacrifice bleeding in all those prophetic areas to show forth the great victory that he is about to purchase 2000 years ago through his not only blood cuz there you, you there has to be a payment of blood for blood a life for life through one man, unrighteousness entered into the world. That's the, the man that was formed from the dust. His name was Adam. But through the last Adam and the second man, Jesus Christ, righteousness entered back in. And here's the deal. The blood paid for the accessibility. His body was killed his blood was shed but the the greatest payment was the the spiritual death that happened to jesus christ on the cross when he who knew no sin was made sin he became sin 
And I'm just going to read that again. This is the scriptures, ladies and gentlemen. For he made him, that's the father made Jesus, who knew no sin. Jesus was perfect. He never sinned. And he was the perfect spotless sacrifice that became the atonement, the atonement. Go back and listen to the other episodes and you'll pick up on that. He who knew no sin to be sin. For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us. So Jesus is on the cross and all these awful things. He's been tormented. The bulls of Basham, the, the demonic forces are, 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 are growling and, and snapping at him. And, and they're, they're tormenting him and, and rejoicing in the fact that, the, that they're killing the son of God. And there's nothing that can be done as they think, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. They think that they're winning and, and they're taunting and they just can't wait till he gets off that cross and his spirit is dead and he's taken down to the regions of the damned and tortured for eternity. The, because he became sin the, the, by God's will so that we could become the righteousness of God. So Jesus is there and, and, and yes, he paid all the prices of the torment and the, and the whipping and, and that was not the worst part. The worst part that happened was when sin actually was not only put on him, but he became sin. Every gross, perverted thought every murder every sedition every accusation every lying every every all of these things just not the pretty sins not just the 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 evident sins of obesity of 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 gluttony and 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 smoking and and dating dating girls who do just kidding about the last one but but (laughs) all these things were put on Jesus Christ, and it crushed him. This caused a separation from the Father. And this is when he cries out, Lama, Lama, Sabachthani, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? He, he felt the separation from the Father because the Bible says that he turned away from his son when he Sin came, and he could not be in that presence. And so the, an eternal separation happened. This is what death is. This, uh, the first death, it, 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 it's no big deal about who can you know, take your breath away or who can kill the body. That, that, that's nothing compared to being separated from the Father. This separated from anything good, separated from love, separated from encouragement, separated from all that you that he knew of love in the glory realm of the Father, all these things that he knew of the protection and, and, and the plan and the favor and all these things, even though, you know, he had not perfect days when he was here, but he was always 
connected to the Father. He was always doing what the Father said to do. He was always doing what he saw the Father doing. He was in perfect communion. And when, when he felt that he needed more and he was busy, he would go up into the mountain and angels would come and the glory of the Father would come and, 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 and he would be ministered to and he'd be, he'd be once again filled to overflowing and he would come down back into a, a level area, the Bible says, and he would distribute power again. He never had a disconnect moment. Even when he came into and was born as a baby, he was never disconnected to the fa- from the Father until that moment when he cried out, Lama, Lama, Sabachthani, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? And he gave up the ghost. He gave up his spirit, the Bible says, and this is when he died of a broken heart. This is when there was water all around his, his heart area. When they pierced him in the heart, they, they, you, you can tell that he, was, he died of a broken heart. But the physical death, ladies and gentlemen, was just a manifestation of the real death when he was separated from his father. Those three days, I don't know how many hours, but it was three physical days that he, uh, on the third day, he was resurrected. On the first day, he died. But on the third day, he was resurrected uh, to newness of life. And this is the process, and this is the pain, and this is the situation that that God found, found himself in on the cross to pay for our new creation. So what am I doing today? I want you to understand that your faith is in Jesus Christ and him crucified. This is the finished work. He came and he finished the work. That means that you win because he won, because he did not stay in the grave. Three days later, he was resurrected to newness of life. He stole the the keys of death, hell, and the grave, and he rose triumphant over death, hell, and the grave. Oh, grave, where is your victory? Oh, death, where is your sting? There is nothing you will if you've accepted the blood of Jesus Christ, you've accepted the payment on the cross, you've accepted the work that Jesus did, and you believe that he was resurrected from the dead, and he ascended to the Father, and he sat down after sprinkling his blood on the mercy seat and sending forth the Holy Spirit, I want to tell you, accessibility has been granted by the blood, body, and spiritual death of Jesus Christ, and the resurrection of our King, Lord Jesus Christ. Come on now, let's give Jesus a hand clap of praise. Hallelujah, Father God, in Jesus' mighty name, we worship you today. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, Lamb of God, Lion of the tribe of Judah, Judah, risen King, Savior of the world, the one who took away the sins of the world, we behold you today. Afresh today, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to behold the Lamb who takes away the sins of the world. I want to tell you, 2 Corinthians, once again, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17 says this, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have passed away or perished or died. All things have passed away 
perished, died. Behold, come on now, behold, all things have become new. Go back and listen to the other, I think, three episodes on the new creation and the new birth. And I go through why you, why sin is dead. Gee, well, I'm talking about why sin is dead again today. But you need to understand that you are a new creation when the spirit of the living God has come into you. The, the veil, at that moment when Jesus cried out, Lama, Lama, Sabachthani, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? At that very moment, the curtain that separated the holy from holies, from, from you, from us going into the holy of holies, that curtain was tore in two, creating what Jesus paid for. The final payment was made, and now we have accessibility into the holy of holies. We no longer have to turn our face from God. We can now turn our face to God. We no longer have to be put in a rock because now we've been put in the rock, Lord Jesus, the rock of our salvation, our kinsman redeemer, the one who paid it all for us. We are now in Christ Jesus because of his death, his burial, his resurrection, his ascension, his sprinkling of the blood, his releasing of the Holy Spirit. Jesus is the baptizer of the Holy Spirit. And then he sat down and guess what? We toast with him. We were united together through the whole process. And now, ladies and gentlemen, we have become this new creation. And I want to be talking to you over the next little while. What our rights and what our authority is of being and how that we have become this amazing upgrade that God has called us to operate in as the believers in the Lord Jesus Christ and as those people that have been given this mandate of living the kingdom, this mandate of being this new creation. So you don't, you don't do new creation. You, you, you are actually a new creation that is just being. Do you get the difference? You're not trying to do something. You are something. In the midst of you being the new creation, you will be an answer to your world. When you understand what Jesus Christ did for you, you need to keep beholding the lamb. You need to begin to hold. What, 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 do we behold the, the line of the tribe of Judah? Do we behold the king? Yeah, you do. But I want, I'm telling you today, there's, it's all about what Jesus did for you at Calvary when his heel came down on the head of the enemy and he had no clue. If he knew what was happening that day 2,000 years ago on the place called the skull, on, on, on this, this place where, where Jesus paid the fire final price the final price has been paid if the enemy knew that that was happening there was no way that he would ever have fallen through with he would have put uh, ivs he would have called for doctors he would have pulled them off the cross he would have, he would have put them in the lap of luxury he would have kept them alive as long as he could that, so that the payment of the body and and the soul and the spirit would not be paid by jesus christ
who became the savior of the world. My God, I'm so sorry I got so excited, but I pray you receive the anointing of deliverance and and a faith is built on the inside of you and be, is beginning to pour out of you i see some of you just pulled over on the side of the road and just bent over your steering wheel and you're weeping and i just want to say receive the goodness of the lord in your deliverance right now steve receive the deliverance right now steve receive your deliverance you are set free all things all things are passed away stop beholding your past and begin to behold the beauty of the Lamb of God. Your faith is in what Jesus did. Your faith is not in what you're about to do. Can you hear what the Spirit is saying to you? It's all about Jesus. It's all about, be, I, am, I am walking in health. I'm walking out the promises of God that are yes and amen. Why? Because my faith is in what Jesus did for me on the cross, creating the total accessibility for the Spirit of the living God to come through the rented curtain of my flesh and of the flesh. The sin situation has been dealt with by Jesus Christ being crucified, the sin, righteousness, sin has been abolished and righteousness has entered back in. The righteousness of God is upon every human being. That is why they can now call forth Holy Spirit, receive the revelation of what Jesus did and accept the spirit of the living God to come into them and become one with the creator of the universe and being this new, brand new creation a royal race under the lineage of the last Adam, Jesus Christ. Woo! Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I'm going to be talking about you as the upgrade. You're upgraded from um, Adam and Eve, and you're upgraded into this new creation, this royal priesthood this this whole nation of kings and priests i'm going to be talking about that i'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to talk about even second corinthians 12 and and i may get into some of the theology behind this and but it says in second corinthians chapter 12 verse 4 it says how he was caught up into paradise and heard inexpressible words, which is not lawful for a man to utter. This is Paul the Apostle that got caught up into heaven. And, and through research, I found out that it took him 14 years to begin to disseminate the revelation that he got about what Jesus paid for and the new creation and what new birth brought. I want to lay this. I have to lay out this and make it clear and bring forth a case before you to present to you so that you will be able to understand the depth and the breadth and the uh, of the love of God and what he paid for you to live an abundant life. It's time that Jesus Christ got what he paid for. Love you so much. Go to my website, barrymiracle.ca, or if you can remember this better, uh, 
better, wakeupintoyourdream.com, barrymiracle.ca or wakeupintoyourdream.com. Go to my website, write me a testimony. Let me know what you think. Give me some five stars. Made a, uh, write something on your podcast carrying uh, whatever podcast you use as a platform to listen to these episodes. Uh, go on there and make a comment. I just love to hear from you guys. Give me a testimony. Uh, let me know what you're thinking. Love you guys so much. And until next week, remember to behold the lamb. Don't behold your past. Don't behold your problems. Behold the lamb of God this week in Jesus' mighty name. Bye for now.